Back to the Sunday Rewind with Tom and Mike. That's old school. Yeah? <laughs> no school like the old school. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back to Husker Rewind here on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. I'm Mike Melby. That is Tom Stevens. Hello. And we are in show number one of year number two. That's right. We had our anniversary last week. Yeah. I didn't get you anything. I didn't get you anything either. Uh, worked out great. And then I, I, you know what I did get you? I, I got you uh, a finished railing around my deck so you don't fall off. Oh, if you well, that's over. nice. So. Uh, you should tell the story about how you almost killed yourself. I didn't almost. So I've been doing this in stages, and some of the wood is warped because yeah. it's AC2 treated, and I you know, put the 4x4 uh, four four posts for the railing in concrete and whatever and uh some of them got twisted and warped because i did it over the the late fall last year uh and and trying to get it done and then weather hit and i couldn't finish it so some of the boards are warped and and i've had to kind of do some adjusting and i was trying to hold one of the boards that had warped to to get a new screw in it uh where i was uh gonna put the what ultimately is in the middle of the railing which is cattle fence so you can see through it and good airflow and the drill slipped off the screw and kind of went through uh, my hand between my thumb and my forefinger. Oh, uh, the, the, the drill bit did. So, yeah. But it's all good. I, I slapped some, uh, some. You were tough, though. I mean, I would Neosporin be. On I probably wouldn't have shown up for the show today. I, I finished the railing on the deck. It was just it's like. The sad thing is, it's not the first time I've done something <laughs> like that. <laughs> you know, I've got uh, buddies who are carpenters and uh, have sawed off fingers. Before. I haven't done that, thankfully. So that's good. Don't do that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he's got he's got nubs, <laughs> um, and he's still doing it. Um, but you know, that's it looks a little weird. But he's okay with it. Um, I do want to talk about the comments yeah. from JoJo Doman about the Frost era, and we'll just play them. Yeah. I, I think it's uh, he was on Old School with DP and Jay earlier this week, and he had this to say about what went on. How you talk to your players, like how you talk to your players, is everything. Like we're like a sponge, we're soaking up everything you're saying. We're believing you, even because because we've been trained and conditioned to believe you. And if you're not leading with authenticity and being like 100 percent genuine in everything you do, you're lead, like you're leading the whole team down this sideways path. And it just felt like, you know, one, two, three handful of things just like weren't authentic, weren't genuine. And over time, those things stack up and. You know, you take one step off your path, you can take one step back on, but you take one step off your path and you don't realize you're off your path, you take 100 more steps, now you're way off the path. And that's what I kind of felt like what happened in Nebraska. It's, it's interesting that he phrased it that way about taking the wrong step. Because like, Matt Rule, I saw him at the Chamber of Commerce luncheon this week, and he was spectacular. He's always great whenever he speaks. But he, he, could, he said, I can tell where you're going by the steps that you're taking. And I can tell right away uh, if it's good or bad based on the steps that you were taking. And it's funny that JoJo mentions the steps they were taking and the getting on the wrong path. And the more steps, once you're on the wrong path and you keep taking steps, you're really off the wrong path. Uh, and I think that's a good way of explaining what happened in the Frost era. It's like, it wasn't that they weren't trying. They were just trying in the wrong direction. Um, and the authenticity thing also, like... 
Did you think that was a big problem, the lack of authenticity? Is that what you I, saw? I, I, that it was a weird way of explaining it, the, I thought. Him saying lack of authenticity or not leading with authenticity and not being genuine. And, you know, if if I ever compliment somebody, to me the best compliment I can give them is that they are incredibly genuine. Yeah, I, I I truly feel like if if I meet somebody and and you know hang out with them, it's what, nice get knowing them, the guy you're talking to. Truly genuine. Yeah, that's that's who they are, good but, or bad. <laughs> and then the opposite, obviously, is being disingenuous. Yeah. yeah, and that to me is one of the bigger insults I could say is that person is very disingenuous. And I got the feeling that he was saying that you know various parts of that staff, possibly the entire staff, whatever. But there were things that were not authentic. And very disingenuous. And that's not a, a great success builder is disingen- disingenuity. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know <laughs> if that's a word. It, it might be now. Yeah. I think uh, we'll put it yeah, in. Yeah, not they being put, genuine is not a good way to go to, yeah. uh, to win football games. Well, the biggest thing that I saw is that the, certainly the coaching staff and the players didn't seem to be on the same page. There were times. Uh, Well, sometimes the coaching staff didn't seem to be on the same page. No, there were many stories about arguments within the walls of Memorial Stadium and sometimes screaming matches uh, about the philosophy and what went wrong in a particular game and where they should go. That's It may not work. I can't guarantee that it's going to work under Matt Rule. But the thing that I've noticed right away is he does seem authentic, yeah, but the message is consistent. Well, he says sometimes in a hundred different ways the same thing. Yeah, it's about unity of purpose and you know taking the right steps and doing it for each other. And I I know that a lot of it sounds a little bit like roulade, um, and it definitely is this time of year. But it it's consistent, and whatever he says, his coaches echo. How many times did we hear Scott Frost say one thing and another coach say a different thing? And you're like, ooh, <laughs> a that lot. that's not good that you have a different message coming from different coaches. So our buddy Sanderson on the Sutter Heyman text line uh, was able to translate what JoJo said. Uh, players can see through your BS. Right. That's the bottom line. So, uh, Well, and, you know, we've all heard the story of you know Dylan Riola and that recruitment not – taken care of in a proper way and let's face it I couldn't do it the Nebraska job is harder than the hardest I mean it's really hard to win at Nebraska yep. uh, but you have to take you have to have a good culture and that you could see the culture just wasn't good from the very beginning we all know Scott Frost had to win what 20 games in a row just in time uh, you know, <laughs> Mike, Ma- Riley. Mike Riley uh, so it was really bad and um, I guess Anything that Jojo Doman said was not surprising, but no. when you do hear it, even when you know it's true, it's like it's kind of stunning. Yeah, it, it really is. Um, disappointing too, and and like disheartening as a Nebraska fan. We all cheered. We all wanted that to work. I oh, mean, so bad. Yeah, you can't ever say uh, that we weren't we weren't all behind Scott Frost. We absolutely were. I remember Bo Pelini saying at one time that I was at LSU. I was at Oklahoma. The spotlight at Nebraska is much more intense, much hotter. I don't know if that's true, but I do know that that it is intense. 
and that there is no offseason here at Nebraska. Like, most schools have an offseason where the fan base doesn't care. Even big schools, like Oklahoma sometimes or LSU, maybe not to a great extent, but there is no second of offseason at Nebraska. And if you can't handle it, and it seemed like Scott Frost couldn't, then maybe that's where the lack of authenticity comes, because you just bury yourself in other things, like... I, there's no escape. There's no escape hatch. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah, the escape hatch isn't necessarily uh, – it goes into a different room, just not necessarily right. the, the, yeah. the correct room. Anyway, yeah. yeah. I, I get it. Um, so I, I, I thought it was interesting. I, we won't spend a ton of time on, yeah. on the comments of JoJo. Well, and, and to go along with, with those comments, though, I want to lead it into possibly – maybe we continue this conversation on the top side of the hour, um, talking about Matt Rule and what he's got going on and building and his talk of foundation – and I want to, I want to ver- battle right. uh, between foundation and building and development versus quick fix, easy button portal. I like it because I think there's two like distinct it. avenues that both could be successful. Oh. And I think we got to talk about it. Yeah. How does he balance the development the with the portal and you know yeah. the fact that NIL is here? I like that discussion. Let's have it coming up. He's Mike Melby. I'm Tom Stevens. It's Husker Rewind.